December 7, 3 John, verses 1 through 15. This letter is from John the Elder. It is written to Gaius, my dear friend, whom I love in the truth. Dear friend, I am praying that all is well with you, and that your body is as healthy as I know your soul is. Some of the brothers recently returned and made me very happy by telling me about your faithfulness and that you are living in the truth. I could have no greater joy than to hear that my children live in the truth. Dear friend, you are doing a good work for God when you take care of the traveling teachers who are passing through, even though they are strangers to you. They have told the church here of your friendship and your loving deeds. You do well to send them on their way in a manner that pleases God, for they are traveling for the Lord and accept nothing from those who are not Christians. So we ourselves should support them, so that we may become partners with them for the truth. I sent a brief letter to the church about this, but Diotrephes, who loves to be the leader, does not acknowledge our authority. When I come, I will report some of the things he is doing and the wicked things he is saying about us. He not only refuses to welcome the traveling teachers, he also tells others not to help them. And when they do help, he puts them out of the church. Dear friend, don't let this bad example influence you. Follow only what is good. Remember that those who do good prove that they are God's children, and those who do evil prove that they do not know God. But everyone speaks highly of Demetrius, even truth itself. We ourselves can say the same for him, and you know we speak the truth. I have much to tell you, but I don't want to do it in a letter, for I hope to see you soon, and then we will talk face to face. May God's peace be with you. Your friends here send you their greetings. Please give my personal greetings to each of our friends there. Politicians scream about unity in our age of terrorists and talking heads always looking for an opportunity to divide us, to pit us against one another, to try and make us hate each other. If you're not a Christian and you don't know what we're all about, I'll do my best. But there is one thing we really need to put to rest. It's not us versus them. That's not what Jesus is about. He came to serve, not to be served. We can rest in the city of God because he was cast out. It's us for them, no matter the cost. We live our lives for the sake of the lost because we used to be a part of that crowd. We were once lost and dead, but now we are alive and found. So Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, Mormon, atheist, I don't hate you. I love you because he gave his life for me. Now I can give my life for you and pray you see that Jesus is the one making all things new, including people just like you and me, who he has finally given the eyes to see that we are all created in his image. No matter what we look like, where we came from, or whether or not we're privileged, 
God is gathering people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. It's the goal of creation, the universal call of salvation. Repent, believe, look at what God has achieved. One diverse body, one chosen race, one royal priesthood, all by His grace. One holy nation, His treasured possession, one family, a blood-bought humanity. We are a nation of freed slaves purchased to follow the only one who saves, and that is what unity is all about. I'm sorry for whatever you heard out of some politician's mouth. They don't speak for us. Neither does any sugar-coated, motivational, anti-Jesus prosperity preacher. We already have the perfect teacher. He leads by example and prayed things like this. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do as they drove the nails into His wrists. Jesus is a solution to our sinful separation. In Him there is no condemnation. We are witnessing the restoration of our world. There will be peace and unity. And Jesus will reign. And forever we will sing, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain.